you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hi there, welcome back to the Her Portion Podcast. This is Crystal, and I am so excited to share with you the word of the year that I've chosen for 2024. Before we get to that, I just want to kind of let you in on something. This month has been crazy busy and is going to be busy for me. Some of you who follow me on social media, you know that my son just got married last week, and we are so thankful and just It was a huge blessing that um, the Lord just brought the perfect person into his life. And so that's been so fun to watch and see. They just got married. They're on their honeymoon. When they get back, Mark and I are actually helping them move to Seattle. So we're getting ready to drive um, to the Northwest. (laughs) It's going to be a long trip. And I would just covet your prayers about the weather and the roads this time of year. So we are leaving for that and we'll be gone for several days doing that. So this episode is kind of sandwiched between some of the craziness we have going on this year, which is kind of funny based on the the word that I chose. And I think you'll you'll understand what I mean when I get into it. But so I love that the new year kind of makes us take some time to reflect. It makes us want to evaluate how things went. It makes us be thankful for things that happened in the previous year, but it also just represents a fresh start. Even though I know, and we, you know, we all know that we don't have to wait for a new year for a fresh start. Lamentations actually tells us that God's um, mercies and his compassions fail not, and they are new every morning. And in fact, I'd say we don't even have to wait for a new day for a fresh start. One of the things that changed my mindset regarding healthy eating several years ago was just realizing that at the next meal, I could make a better choice. I didn't need to wait until Monday or wait until the new month to start my diet and pack on who knows how many pounds before that fresh start. If I wanted to change my diet and really any other area of my life, I could start right now. Anyway, the personal reflection time I mentioned is what often leads us to choose a word or phrase for the year. And I've been doing this for a while now. And those words or phrases become so meaningful to me that they resonate with me years later when I hear them. Um, Some of mine in the recent past have been embrace the day, wait, quiet. Last year, my phrase was the Lord knows and he cares. This year, I think my word is really a continuation of that phrase. It's something that I've noticed in myself as I've dwelt on the study that resulted from that theme. It's something that has settled in my heart as I studied and wrote the latest Bible study, Arise, Go. As I studied through it again on social media with some of you in the fall, it's the word that kept coming to my mind. And that word is rest. I have noticed in myself the last several months a rest that has not been there in the past. It's a simple, quiet trust that has allowed me to surrender 
would be frustrating circumstances and situations to him. So let me try to explain a little bit more. If you've done pulling weeds, planting seeds, you know there's a chapter titled Worry Versus Peace. And in that chapter, I confess to you all that I did not think I was a worrier before studying for that chapter. I found that I did indeed worry. I just often called it something else. I've always been more of a fix-it worrier. I'm not going to sit around and fret about something, but I am going to try and figure it out and figure out how I can fix it. Anyone else like that or just me? (laughs) I also heard this one recently. I'm not a worrier. I just have a tendency to overthink things. Hmm. I think that is the definition of a worrier. But regardless of what we call our worry, it definitely interferes with the peace and rest the Lord desires for us. My favorite quote from Pulling Weeds, Plant, and Seeds came from that chapter. It was actually prayer plus right thinking equals peace. It's a thought and a chapter that I have revisited over the years. And I've definitely made some gains in the area of worry. I'm not perfect, but I've made progress. I hope you never get the idea that because I write books and devotions, I have a podcast, or I speak at events, that I somehow have things all figured out, because that is not the case. (laughs) Truthfully, I'm just a woman attempting to live for the Lord like you. Anyway, I found myself being less of a fixer. I trusted more. Less and less things caused me to worry. But the big things... And somehow, moms, I think you know what I mean. It seems like often that involves our kids. But anyway, that's a side note. The big things, I would pray about them. I would focus on right thinking and trust the Lord. But there was a feeling of being unsettled as I waited for the outcome. And that is what I have felt changing in me. That unsettled feeling has changed to a sense of rest. And it started with that phrase, the Lord knows and he cares. That turned into considering several other things the Lord does for me. I did a series of posts on social media. The Lord hears, the Lord speaks, the Lord delivers, the Lord guides, the Lord helps, the Lord strengthens, the Lord defends, the Lord sustains, the Lord comforts, the Lord forgives, the Lord prepares. And each post made up of largely verses that, that supported those statements became my meditation. The inspirational planner that I use and sell in my stationery shop carries those themes throughout the year. So I've had them before me and it has helped me to rest. Add to that the Arise, Go study. In chapter one, we meet the captain of our salvation, Jesus, and he has made all the arrangements for us to have an eternal home in heaven, but he also leads and guides us on our journey home. When we know, truly know our captain and realize his role in our lives, it will cause us to rest. Charles Spurgeon asked these two thought-provoking questions. Why do we act as if we have no captain? Why do we worry when everything is in our captain's care? And as I thought about those questions and meditated on them after studying and writing the book and then going back through it again to study it, as I thought about it, 
it helped me. Answering those questions truly helped me. Why am I worrying? Everything is in my captain's care. Praise the Lord. It is not up to me. And then he goes on to have this quote. There is one glorious if that will kill them all. It is this. If the Lord Jesus Christ could fail, if he could desert us, then all would be lost. That kills all the other ifs because it is an impossible if. He cannot fail us or leave us. He must live. He must conquer. And while that is the case, the other ifs do not signify anything to us. When we put the what ifs behind us, because the what if is really what causes us to worry, right? We think about what if this happens? What if this does not happen? What if it goes this way? What if this person does this? Those are the things that cause us to be unsettled to worry. So if we can consider that, that we know he cannot fail us, he cannot, li- he cannot leave us, He must live. He must conquer. And as long as that is the case, which we know that is true, the other ifs, the other what ifs do not signify anything to us. They mean nothing to us. So when we put the what ifs behind us, we are able to truly rest. We must believe everything is in our captain's care and trust him to lead and guide us as we move forward with him. So you may be asking, Why the word of the year if you feel like you've been doing it? The main reason is because I don't want it to stop. I have enjoyed being at rest so much. There has been a lot of things happen this year that have come up and Mark and I have prayed about them and I've been able to just leave them and not feel like I needed to fix them not give it any other thought because I knew the Lord was going to work it out according to his purpose. And so I want that to continue in my heart and life. And I'm not naive enough to believe that I have it all figured out and I won't struggle with this again in the future. Also, here's the thing. I do think sometimes the Lord gives us these words or thoughts of the year because we need them for the coming year. So he knows what my year holds. He knows how busy my January is. And there's no doubt that I will need to remember to rest. So the verse that I'm using this year along with that word is the first part of Psalm 37, 7, which says, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. And rest there just means to be silent, to be still, This is the word I love, to be undisturbed. And then wait is a word that I've had in previous years is just to have patience. And it is suggesting that we have an anxious yet confident expectation that God will intervene on our behalf. It's to rest in expectation and patience. And so that's what I want to continue to do in 2024. So I hope that this has been a blessing to you. And I hope you'll tune in again for another episode of Her Portion Podcast next week. If you have a word or a phrase of the year and you want to reach out to me on social media, I would love to hear it at author Crystal Ratcliffe. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's word. We encourage
encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the scriptures. Until next time.